Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Traders, investors, like-minded listeners, Happy New Year. It's Caroline Stephen. Welcome back to Talking Trading for 2018. Hope you had a fantastic New Year's break, a great Australia Day. I just got back from a yoga retreat and talking to people, there were so many people who had yuck 2017s, a year they thought that was going to be good, but ended up just going in another direction. We start afresh in 2018 with the markets moving and some juicy, juicy trades. We kickstart talking trading for the year with high energy, motivational speaker Chris Helder. Chris talks about the power of useful beliefs, having beliefs which support and improve your reality. Sometimes the power of positive thinking just doesn't cut it. Sometimes it is more practical to adopt a useful belief. Here to ignite the positive energy for 2018, here is Louise Bedford in Mind Power on Catch Yourself If You Fall. There's an old adage. It says, let me fall if I must fall. The one I become will catch me. Isn't that beautiful? It's showing that you can grow into the person who can save the current you. Anything that you can do to encourage that growth mindset, that huge advantage that you have of being able to visualize your future, that is what you must harness. And that's what it takes to become an exceptional trader. I'm Victor Sprandio and I really enjoy talking trading. Chris Elder has been a professional speaker for 16 years. He travels the world giving presentations to motivate, energize and inspire audiences into their higher potential. He is the author of two best-selling books, The Ultimate Book of Influence and Useful Beliefs. And we talk about useful beliefs in today's interview. I've got to warn you that Chris was really hard to pin down and the only way I could get him to do an interview was over his mobile phone. So the sound quality isn't as good as normal. Chris Helder, author of Useful Belief. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Thanks so much. Appreciate you having me. Chris, I read your book. I read it in one day. Very enjoyable. What on earth do you mean by useful (laughs) belief? Well, I'll tell you, it was... was, um that's pretty cool. I think, uh, you know, this, this whole idea stems from the fact that, uh, and I, I suppose my hook on the whole thing is positive thinking doesn't work. And I never really has, uh, Carol. I never really has. It's, um, 
you know, I, I, I say this, if you've been in a rut the last six days or the last six weeks or the last six months and someone walked up to you and just said, come on, just be positive, <laughs> be positive, what would you want to do to them right now? Strangle them. <laughs> you probably want to punch them in the head. Exactly, exactly. And uh, not only that, all the studies show that when you lay in bed in the morning, just try to be positive uh, that when things go wrong and at 10 o'clock, uh, you can't sustain that level of positivity. Uh, you actually feel worse about yourself than when you started. So, so uh, you know, the real hook is to think about, all right, positive is an emotion. But this whole idea of useful belief uh, and useful actions, uh, if you have been in a rut, uh, you know what, if you've been in a rut, what's the most useful thing for you to do to get from zero to two? What's the most useful thing for you to do to get from two to five or five to eight? And all of a sudden you will have criteria to uh, improve your life. So when you say that, you're talking about acceptance or are you talking about something more practical? I'm talking about something more practical. I think uh, acceptance is part of it, though, because I really break it up. Uh, the book Useful Belief really breaks it up into two things. It's useful actions, right? So, again, what are the criteria? What's the actions that you need to take to improve your life? And just getting clear about that sort of with emotion to the side. Uh, the second is on the acceptance piece that you're talking about, I think, um, you know, it, it, this idea of useful belief, right? Uh, let's Let's go with that. Uh, all of us have a reality in our life, yeah? Uh, your listeners out there, they wake up in the morning. Uh, some of them have a person laying next to them in the morning. Some of them probably even know the name of that person. True. Uh, but there's uh, one, two, three people down the hallway, or they're living at home, or they've got rent, or they've got mortgage, or they've got school fees, or, you know, whatever else. We've all created a reality for our life, and, and at any given point, we could walk from that reality. I mean, you could. You could go buy a, a wicked van, and you could uh, go live up in Port Douglas in the back of your van, vanlife.com.au. There you go. But uh, you could live up there. But most people are not going to change their reality. So here's two things that stop growth. You're talking about acceptance. Two things stop people from growing across the board. Number one, obviously, they complain about things they can't control. We've all heard that. But the second one's even more interesting, um, and that is people that focus, complain about, uh, and really obsess about things they will not change. And that's actually different, right? So if you're not going to leave, if this is your career, if this is what you want, if you're going to stick around, if this is what you're going to go get, then we might as well have a useful belief about it. Um, and, and that is an acceptance piece. Uh, I, I travel. Uh, I'm a professional speaker, have been for the last 16 years. Last year I did 153 presentations. Um, uh, even we're talking about this podcast, jamming this in, because tomorrow I'm in Las Vegas. I've been in New Zealand twice in the last two weeks, and I fly. And uh, people say to me all the time, you know, Chris, you must ha- you must hate all that travel, man. And, and, and you know what? I live in Melbourne. I can only do Melbourne gigs. I could, uh, but that would affect my income going, so I'm not going to do that. Um, so you know what? If I'm, if I'm not going to, if I'm not going to change it, I might as well have a useful belief about it. And my useful belief is this. I love airplanes. I love airports, and I love airplane food. That's it, you know. I love hotels. I love hotel sheets, and I'm alone all the time, and I love being alone. So uh, so, so when we, we think about creating beliefs that support our reality. And what about someone who's just had a broken heart? Ah, well, you know, we've all had a broken heart. And, uh, you know, I think, I think the fact of the matter is if you've had a broken heart, uh, a couple things on that. Uh, first of all, um, it's interesting about how our brain works, right? Um, 
I mean, the first thing I'd say is grieving is probably useful, right? There's a useful period of grieving time. And, you know, the question is for how long. If you're still brokenhearted and grieving after 11 years, it's probably time to ask yourself, is this useful? But the interesting thing in the book that, that I talk about, Caroline, is, is, is you having a, the most important part of your brain when it comes to success. And for the people listening to this podcast, this is paramount. They have something called the reticular activating system. And uh, it's really interesting to see what you notice in life. This is a filter, and this filter filters the millions of pieces of information you see every day. Uh, example, Kellen, if you and I decided, uh, well, you probably didn't see a red Toyota on the way in today, but if you and I decided to buy a red Toyota, uh, <laughs> what would we see everywhere? We'd see red, they'd be everywhere, right? Red Toyotas everywhere. Uh, because your reticular activating system, the filter that filters the millions of pieces of information you get every day, uh, it, it's all of a sudden filtering for red Toyotas. When your heart is broken, it's so different, right? When you have a broken heart, what do you see everywhere? Stupid happy people <laughs> everywhere with their stupid perfect lives and their perfect little happiness, right? And, of course, that just jumps out at you, which is hilarious. Um, and by the same token, if you're unhappy in your current relationship, uh, what do you see everywhere? Hot single people you can't have. So they're everywhere, right? That's, this is it. So, uh, you know, your, your brain's going to filter for what you look for. And, and I think, you, you know, we're, we're, is it useful? It's, uh, we're much more in control of that than we think we are. Let's talk about parents. A lot of our traders struggle with coming to groups of a traumatic childhood. A lot of people do. Yet you say a useful belief would be, I had the parents I was supposed to have. Yeah, what's well, your reality, right? You can't change it. We might as well have a useful belief about it. And, uh, you know, again, it's, you know, I, I think, again, is this, you can solve a lot of things with the three words, is this useful? Um, the past is the past, and, you know, we've all got one, and we've all got pain, and, and uh, I always say to people, we're not here to debate degrees of suffering. Uh, everybody has had a level of suffering in their life, and, and, you know, the reality of it is, what's going to be useful for you to move on? And, uh, you know, it, we all have choice in, in what we hang on to. You had the parents you were supposed to have. What did you learn? Um, what did you learn not to do? What are you not going to replicate? Uh, what are you going to replicate? Um, you know, and I think, you know, there's, there's a level to it of, you know, if, if, you know I, I say this, everything, every single thing that happened in your life happened for a reason. And, and is that true? I don't know if it's true. Um, but truth doesn't really matter, Caroline, and I say that, we it's perception. I mean, you know, we create our own truth in a lot of different situations, and, you know, the fact of the matter is, uh, that was a great thing that happened to me, and I'm glad, you know, we, we, whether it's the business that didn't work out, the job that didn't work out, the relationship that didn't work out, you know, some relationships last six months, some last 16 years, some last 66 years, um, some last 46 minutes, whatever it is, like your relationship... <laughs> Every single thing happened for a reason that led you into this room today, and this is the room for you to launch the rest of your life. That's a useful belief. Um, and, and is it true? I don't know. Um, I, I don't think truth is as important as, as thinking about how you're going to serve yourself with, with a little bit of useful belief. You know, people say to me all the time, parents, they say, um, you know, I can't believe kids today. Um, I can't believe these kids today, their iPhones, their computer games. Their, you know, the, when we were kids, we were real kids, you know, and, uh, you know, you get people talking like that. It's like, you know, I, I don't know, Kelly, I'm, I, I'm, I got three boys. They're, they're 16, 14, 12. I think um, it's the best time in the history of the world to be a dad. And is that true? It's uh, a helpful perspective. 
Right. It's a, there you go. Well, maybe I should have called the book Helpful Perspective. There you go. No, but I, I, I think that I think that's it. It's, it's a helpful perspective. It's a useful belief. Uh, and the amazing thing that happens with it, when I believe this is the best song in the history of the world to be alive, I see beautiful things because my reticular activating system shows me them. I see flowers. I see trees. I see puppies. I see babies. I see beautiful things in the world. And, of course, uh, tough times, that's, these are tough times. These are tough, tough times. Well, don't worry. Your brain will support you. And by the way, if you're into tough times and that's your useful, non-useful belief, uh, try to watch as much of current affairs as you can. Try to consume as many uh, Herald Sun, Telegraph newspapers as you can and try to, because there's plenty of, and, and consume toxic conversations and toxic people because there's plenty of them to support you uh, in your times of tough uh, viewpoint. Um, not successful, however. Um, so what about people who feel empty in life and as if everything they've achieved just isn't good enough? What advice would you give to them? Well, I, I think, you know, in the book I talk about re, really reinventing a, a level of connection to, to, to our life. You know, it's interesting. I, I deal with a lot of different kinds of people. Uh, some people have goals and are working towards those goals. I work with a lot of people as well who, um, I meet a lot of people who've accomplished their goals and sort of have, and there's an interesting thing that happens with really successful people in that uh, sometimes they look around and they go, hang on, I've, I've achieved that, I've, I've got a family or I've got a, a house or I've made X amount of dollars, I've got a level of success, is this all there is, um, and I still don't feel fulfilled. Um, and sometimes there's other people who maybe are playing the victim and they've never really had a crack at trying to achieve it. I, I, I'm a big believer in, in this piece right here. I mean, if we took 100 people and we said, what are the five things you're most proud of in your life? And the five things that gave you the most fulfillment, the, the, the greatest satisfaction, the greatest joy. Um, you know, we'd have a list of 500 incredible things with whatever 100 people we pulled together. Um, the interesting thing about those 500 things uh, is that not only would they be a phenomenal list, but they'd all be hard. And every one of those things were hard. And none of those things would have been accomplished in a comfort zone. So it's really interesting to ask yourself, you know, our brains are taught to keep us safe. So for millions of years of evolution, we try to avoid getting eaten by crocodiles. So if we thought safety was a good thing, when the reality of it is safety and comfort zone can lead a lot of people to feeling unfulfilled. So my challenge back would be to say, for you to actually feel connected 12 months from right now, what, what's happened? You know, and really get clear about the future. What, what did you start doing, stop doing, and keep doing? And that stop, start, keep is as simple as you can make it. You know, for, for you to go achieve something this year in the 12 months, that actually really you, is on that list. Tell me, what's something just that you would do to get reconnected? And sometimes the crazier the better. I, you know, but, but I think I, you know, when, you, when you just play in comfort zone space, I think a lot of people become complacent. I think a lot of people have the world sorts of start, that starts to bounce them like a pinball instead of being in control. And, and sometimes it's just a little shift. Sometimes it's just a little shift, a, a little wake-up call, a little, uh, is this useful? And if it's not, let's do something different. I like the word you use, reconnected. Yeah, I've got, you know what, I, and I'll, we're going to talk about this in another podcast, I think. <laughs> but i got a new book coming out at Christmas time. Um, and my new book is called Cut the Noise, Caroline. It's... Um, 
we, you know what? People are inundated with so much noise today. I, I think every and, and I think in the last eighteen months it's cranked up about tenfold. I, you know, uh, from news, from so, fake news, from media, from social media. You know, if you ever feel bad about yourself, just hop on Facebook, and then you'll feel really bad about yourself while everybody puts out their uh, perfect versions of themselves for everybody else because uh, everyone, everyone seems to have a smile on their face and a cocktail in their hand. But, you know, the, the truth is I think despite the fact we got these devices in our, in our palm of our hand, you know, that have more uh, technology than Apollo 11, uh, I think people are more unhappy than ever. I, think, I really do. I think they're more unhappy than ever. And I, and I think the combination of, is this useful? What's the most useful activities to, for me to fill my day? What's the useful belief for me to have about the world? And then shifting into this book that's coming out at Christmas time. It's called Cut the Noise. And, and Caroline, without going too far down the track, I'm eliminating guilt. I'm eliminating the need to be perfect uh, because we cannot be perfect. Perfection gets in the way of an outstanding life. And we got everybody trying to be the best mom, best dad, best parent, best partner, still be a good employee, still find time to go to the gym, and God forbid that you uh, actually uh, actually age in this in this generation of airbrushing and uh, judgment. Uh, look, you know the fact of the matter is we're all advertising our own lives over there out, out there, and that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for a lot of people. So. So this combination, useful belief, what's a useful belief for you to have to really find that joy in your life again? What's useful actions for you to start, stop, and keep doing for you to gain some clarity and, and connection to your life? And then ask yourself, what matters and what doesn't matter? Like, what is noise? How much noise are we putting in our lives that we're just, uh, you know, this need to be something, we're, you know, which is an unattainable goal? You never play a game you can't win. You never play a game, but yet we're doing it all the time. You know, we're playing a game that's just uh, set up to make you feel bad. Let's talk about identity issues because this is a big thing with our traders when they start full-time trading. They think they're a housewife or they're retired. In reality, they are a trader. What makes you think identity is malleable? I think identity determines our behavior. So I think if you think you're a trader and you think you're a uh, – you know, the, you know. I think I think we act in certain ways. If you think you're the best parent in the world, you you do certain behaviors, um, and, and I think we definitely act in accordance to that identity. So, well, it stands to reason that um, you know, I, I, I've always taught three words: act as if. Um, I love these three words. These are three game-changing, you know, complete life-changing words: act as if. If you were going to be the traitor, bang! <laughs> Tell me, uh, how would you act? What what would you read? Uh, what would you listen to? What would you watch? Um, what would you be educated about? And and if you if you saw yourself as an outstanding trader, you know what courses would you enroll in? What would you get great at? If you saw yourself as a great parent, um, you know how would you dress? What volunteer work would you do? How would you get involved? If you saw yourself as a great partner, what sort of things would you do? Would you um, would you surprise people? Would you bring home flowers? Would you wash their car? Look, whatever, whatever. Again, I think when we're in accordance, with, you know, when you believe you're an energetic person, I mean, here's one of my useful beliefs, energy is a choice. I, you know, I, 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 I'm one of the most energetic person people uh, on the planet. That's a useful belief, and anybody listening to this can have that useful belief. Um, but, but that's an identity thing. If you, most people are tired, and if you doubt this, just ask them. They'll tell you. But, um, you know, the reality of it is, you know, we act in accordance to our identity. So um, that is, you know, that, that ties very, very closely to uh, both useful belief 
and useful actions, and also um, you know cutting the noise and 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 having a mindset of um, you know really improving the quality of our life. Training can be a roller coaster of emotions. How do you know when to listen sure. to fear in your body and when to ignore it? Well, you know, that's, look, I think what I would come at it with is, I mean, from the psychology perspective is that you guys are, uh, you know, they're learning, they're learning from you on, on, on those things, you know, on trends. And, and, and again, I'm coming at it from a psychology, from, a, from an emotional uh, perspective, from a practical, pragmatic perspective. I, I think, you know, I, I think the ins and outs, uh, I imagine you guys teach them the, the, the time to, to push the go button and push the, push the stop button. But, um, you know, it is interesting. You know, we don't always get it right no matter who we are. And I think, um, you know, what I would say is look for the patterns. Um, you know, I mean, at what point, you know, have you made poor decisions simply because you're in a fear-based situation? At what point did you make uh, a poor decision because you maybe got emotional instead of pragmatic uh, or practical? So I, I think there's some patterns that we could all look at it. You know, um, you know, I mean, I could look at them too. We could all look at them, and I think, um, you know, we can think about what, um, you know, when we've been most successful. I'm just plowing through the questions here so I can get you on them. What useful beliefs do you want to pass down to your children, Chris? Uh, that's awesome. I, you know, I want the useful beliefs that every day they have a choice in how they go through the day. Um, it wasn't that long ago I had my uh, 16-year-old come to me. He was hilarious. He said, Dad, I want the day off. I said, yes, you want the day off? He, he actually said this, which was hilarious. He goes, I've been working hard. I think I need a mental health day. <laughs> and I was like, what? You need a what? A mental health day? Uh, I, but I said, I said uh, look, I said, no. I said, you're going to school today. But I said, here's the thing. I said, that's your reality. And getting back to reality again. Um, I said to him, I, I, I said to him, mate, you got choice today. You can go in the day like a lot of teenagers do, and you could go and say it's going to be a waste of time today. Uh, you know, teachers terrible, school terrible. Or you could back up and say, hey, um, you know what? I'm, I've got to do this. And if you have to do it, you might as well have a useful belief about it. And your useful belief, hey, we're going to go down. We're going to ride the tram down Cotham Road with my buddies. We're going to, we're going to uh, pick up girls. We're going, to, we're going to have some fun. We're going to go to the fish and ship shop. We're going to learn a couple things. We're going to have a few classes. So just, again, they've got choice in how they go through every day. And uh, the coolest thing was, um, you know, uh, about a, a number of months back, my son went to, um, my 16-year-old went to Rwanda and Uganda and just had an amazing um you know, experience over there. They went to the House of Hope at the orphanage there. They went to uh, they went to the schools, uh, and and he had a chance to go to the Rwanda Genocide Museum with this with this group of boys. And it was an incredible, emotional, phenomenal, life changing, mind altering experience for a 16 year old. And I think um, when he got to Uganda, he had his bag ripped open. <laughs> and this would stress out most of your listeners if they were at the Sydney airport. But the bag was ripped. The stuff was coming out as it was coming off the conveyor belt at the Uganda airport, and flowing everywhere. And uh, he said, uh, "Anyway, I got a I got." It said, uh, "Dad uh, arrived safely in Uganda. Uh, little hiccup at the airport. My bag was ripped wide open. Um, they don't sell bags. I found some tape. We'll buy a bag first chance I get." Hashtag useful belief. Mm. And uh, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. You know, there he is over there. We all have stuff happen. Bad stuff happens to every one of us. 
We don't win every game. We lose some games, and sometimes bad things happen. And, you know, people pass away, people leave us. There's jobs don't work out, money don't work out, trades don't work out. Look, there's a lot of things that just, I think, having a realistic approach that when things go badly, what did we learn? What did we learn, right? What are we going to do? What's useful action from here? Uh, the world's not out to get you. That's not a useful belief, right? Instead, just really thinking about what are the pragmatic actions that I'm going to take to actually move to the next level. And um, it's made a big difference. Uh, useful beliefs ended up one of the highest selling business books, uh, Australian business books of all time, and it was number one last year. Chris Helder, it's been a useful belief to have you on Talking Trading. Hey, awesome, Caroline. So good to talk with you. And so useful belief, they can, they can uh, take a look at all that at uh, my website at chrishelder.com. And stay tuned for a special episode next week on the mania that gripped the markets at the end of last year, Bitcoin. We find out what the hell it is, how the hell it works, and blockchain technology. I'm Caroline Stephen. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary, and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.